Hey guys, it's Brashanna. Welcome to the podcast. I'm not even going to do no intro or outro. And I think I'm just going to remove that altogether because I need to start talking about what this is about, this whole podcast. So if you can hear my baby in the background, you know, I'm a mom. So respect yourself. Anyways, uh, I remember doing a live stream and I think for every live stream that I have done um, over the last four weeks or so, I would say about four to six weeks, it has had some type of Nicki Minaj news update, something that she's done because she's been in the news quite a bit lately. And most recently, she's been in the news for her feature with that young lady that I don't even know her name, but she was accused of blackfishing because she definitely was. But that's not really what I'm here to talk about. I am here to talk about what I get asked every single time I have a live stream regarding Nicki Minaj, and that is about her brother, Jelani Mirage. I usually do my live streams on TikTok, and I can't talk about it there. And plus, I can't stand her motherfucking brother. Like, you guys are not used to me cursing because I have to be very PG or G-rated on TikTok to not, you know, be in jail constantly. So... This is definitely going to be uncut. This is definitely going to be unfiltered. So this is not going to be an episode for you to listen with your kids in the car. Okay, let's not. All right, can't say I didn't warn you. And then I also want to give a trigger warning because I'm going to be talking about sexual assault, sexual abuse, um, rape, sodomy, physical abuse, all of those things. And so if you're not in a good place mentally because, you know, seasonal depression is a bitch. Cause I'm right there with you. Um, this is just not the podcast for you, and that's okay. Ain't nothing wrong with that. There is absolutely nothing wrong with that. So, y'all know how I like to approach most of my stories. We are going to start with who is Jelani Mirage. And we're kind of going to build up all the way until his trial. I'm going to tell you as much things as I possibly can. And like I said, it is going to be unfiltered, uncensored, and uncut. Okay? Jelani Mirage, he was born in Trinidad and Tobago. I think he was born in the port of Spain, and that's the capital, in November of 1978, right? So he grew up and he had three sisters and one brother. We all know his famous sister is Onika, a stage name Nicki Minaj. Their brother, brother, their father, Robert, was an alcoholic, and he had different drug addictions, so uh, Nicki Minaj briefly spoke about that multiple times and the family struggles with that. Now, he had he had owned a ch- successful childcare business and he was looking to open up his second branch in New Jersey. So like, what, what the fuck? Like, like, what the hell? So that's something that I don't feel like a lot of people report on or people don't know. But yes, he had a very successful um I think it was like a daycare business um and it of course was for kids right so in 2015 which is really where we start knowing him um we knew him before because Nicki Minaj always spoke about this brother I think she had verses about him in like top of the world and there was a few other songs where she mentioned her big brother and how he was a pivotal part of her life. So that's how we knew him. We knew him through the Nicki Minaj lens. But in 2015, he married his girlfriend, Jacqueline Robinson, which would end up being um, the mother of his accuser. Uh, we saw Nicki Minaj in the infamous wedding pics 
and I don't know if I could find what Nicki Minaj said because I think that's kind of important too. Let's see if I can find her post about it because it was crazy. Mm, no, I actually can't find it here amongst my notes. But oh no, is this it? So let's see here. Let's go down. So we're going to do this in real time. She actually posted on his wedding day saying how much she loved him how much she cared for him and how you know she loved him to the moon and back and she wished his union um many blessings and all of the things right and so like i said that was in 2015 i want to say that was the beginning of 2015 and they had two children not together i think this was two children from previous relationships and so we're moving on to later on that year still 2015 but it was december he would he was arrested in nassau county on predatory sexual assault against a child and he appeared in court on december 3rd 2015 his bail was set at a hundred thousand dollars he was released almost immediately on bail from what i was looking up it looked like Nicki minaj put the home that her mother was staying in as well as the home that jelani was staying in as collateral and i think that she strategically did that because Nicki minaj is a brand and um allegations like these are not good for your quote-unquote brand so I want to be 100% when I say that I definitely think that, you know, his sister bailed him out. However, she had to bail him out, like, by proxy. She could not do it herself, you know, and connect her brand to, to charges like this. So let's go back to the charges. His bail was set at $100,000. He was immediately released on bond. And the first charge, or what the headline was about, which I want to talk about that in a little bit. The headline was predatory sexual assault against a child so let's see here i got a little timeline for y'all so i have kind of a lot to say there's always been rumors that Nicki minaj uh controls the narrative around not just her own personal universe and her brand but people close to her and even people just in the industry in general um, I wanted to talk about something that I touched on in one of my live streams and I feel like a lot of people are not aware of. Nicki Minaj ain't never been nice. And I think that's what she built her brand on. You know, she was always kind of like the mean girl, the popular girl, the girl that was the it girl. Um, she's always made herself seem like that. She, she ain't never been nice. So I don't know why everybody or her fans sometimes paint her in the light of innocence because she's she's never she's never behaved that way so uh to say the least this happened and if Nicki minaj sends a tweet child everybody talks about it and for some reason back in 2015 when jelani was arrested and charged the police department wouldn't even give a statement um no one talked about this I think Bossip was the first media publication to actually say something about what transpired, which I thought was real weird. You know, like even back in the days of the media takeout, this was not a popular story. And this is all just alleged and this is my speculation, but I think that is a direct result of the things that Nicki Minaj was doing behind the scenes. I don't think that anybody was doing this out of the kindness of their heart. I think it was genuinely because Nicki was that bitch. She was that girl. You know what I'm saying? But especially back in like 2015 times. And if you were hoping for 
Nicki Minaj would always use her career, her stardom, which she still very much has, as collateral. And she would not be appearing on your show. She would not give your publication um, any quotes. She would not give them any access to herself. And people that people would listen to that. You know, this was way before the Me Too era, before any of the cancellation culture. So she was able to throw her weight around. So that's something that we really need to understand. That's the first part of this case that I feel like is very insidious, and and, and I really wanted to talk about. I can't stand her fucking brother. Her brother, ooh, chill. Her brother gets on my entire nerves, and um, I don't have to say allegedly with any of these charges against her brother because he was fucking convicted, and he's gonna spend twenty five years to life. And that's all I have to say in regards to that for now. So in December of 2015, people knew that he was arrested. Um, it was public record, but nobody talked about it because of who his sister was and because of their genuine fear of Nicki Minaj not working with their publication if they were to report on her brother. So let's, um, let's skip to March 15th, 2016. We're starting to see some people talk about it, and it is just because at this time, uh, they had a grand jury convene, and they decided that there were enough, that there was enough evidence to move forward with a rape trial, child rape charges for the for the 38-year-old former daycare worker. Child, the ghetto. So, um, keep in mind, he's out on bond. And at this time, Nikki is still very much muddying the waters. Nikki Minaj's mom also is muddying the waters. They're making it seem like this is a shakedown um, from Jelani's wife or ex-wife at the time. I'm not quite sure of their marital status, but they were married prior to this. And they were saying that she wanted $25 million. That was the, the number that she was trying to get from Nikki Minaj, right? And keep in mind... I'm not saying that the mother of um, Jelani, the mother of the victim in this particular case, is innocent. Um, I feel like that's another thing that gets on my nerves and something that something that I don't get to discuss often on my other platforms. But like I said, this shit is going to be fucking uncensored and what the hell I feel, period, right? But we can say, yo mama ain't shit. Your mama is a gold digger. Your mama wants money. She wants proximity to fame. And he still fucked that little girl. Like, he still raped that little girl. He still sodomized that little girl. He still physically abused that little girl. Like, both things can be true at once. And her mother's, you know, nefarious motives behind the scenes does not negate the sexual assault of her child. So I don't know what the fuck we're even talking about. Like, it's a non-conversation starter. And I hate that this humans, social media is so fucking fickle because we can't pay attention to two things at once. People, when people started to say that this was a shakedown and that the mom wanted money from Nicki Minaj, I mean, I could see that. I'm not saying that I can't see that. Um, I would, you know... Yeah, maybe on a different day we could talk about it. But what the fuck they got to do with what he did? And how is that even something to be able to muddy the waters? She is 11. I think she was 10 or 11 at the time. She was between those ages. And her brother witnessed a lot of these attacks that Jelani had did against her. And a piece of evidence was her pajama pants and his semen was inside of it. Like, what, bitch? What the fuck are we actually talking about? So we, right now, we were discussing um, the charges 
the grand jury convened and said that there was enough evidence to bring up charges on him and that was march 15 2016 march 16th um is when it kind of like it kind of blew up and people wanted to talk about it but then conveniently Nicki minaj was like teasing how she may or may not marry meek mill and this is the type of shit that she does and i hate to paint somebody as some type of villain because i, I feel like Nicki minaj is not a villain i think Nicki minaj is very much just a person and um she does bad things and she does good things and this was one of the shittier things that she did you know she leveraged her star power um i know that child rape is salacious but what the fuck do we want to talk about we want to talk about Nicki minaj and meek mill so that's what the story of the day was when all of that stuff came out so then we're moving forward um so then we're moving forward to april 19th right and throughout uh april 19th through the 21st of 2016 um more people are reporting on the case there is just a whole lot um going on but i think right around that time Nicki minaj was also named one of the most influential people i just i thought it was the whole thing around this the whole media frenzy around this is the reason why i keep mentioning Nicki right next to jelani is because something will happen around the universe of jelani's trial conviction grand jury deliberation all of those things and then strategically something huge would happen to Nicki minaj as an artist right so that kind of fucked me up i didn't really like that um, now this is something that I was talking about before, uh, July 28th, 2016, that's when the DNA results came back, um, that the semen was a match that was inside the little girl's pants. And let's see if what my note says here, a search warrant was executed the day after Mirage the day after Mirage was arrested in December of 2015, it resulted in cops allegedly finding a pair of pants belonging to the victim that had semen on them. The victim told authorities she was raped up until the day before Mirage's arrest. The day results came back a match. GJ Khaled dropped uh, You Mind featuring a fresh new verse from the reigning rap, rap queen Nikki. See what the fuck? Y'all see what I'm talking about? july 28 2016 the dna comes back as a match dj khaled released his song with Nicki minaj and she's like a huge fucking artist at this time and I, before we move on let's go on let's go on a little tangent because i feel like this is also important because while i'm telling you guys this i want it to be very clear that we're going through a timeline and i'm very much weaving Nicki minaj and her brother together but it's deliberate and it's for a reason and it's because I want to make it clear Nicki Minaj did not sexually assault that child Nicki Minaj did not sodomize that child Nicki Minaj did not beat that child in any way um she had nothing to do with what her brother did and I always say on my other social media platforms that we're not going to be holding a woman accountable for something that a man did and I feel that way even now now I want to add a little nuance to the conversation and that is because I want you guys to see the deliberate release I want you to see the deliberate movement of Nicki Minaj throughout this entire story and y'all know I like to go from the beginning to the end so like I said um the search warrant was issued uh a grand jury convened this all happened within like a six seven month period and every single time like 
something dropped in the case Nicki Minaj did something so the DNA results come back she releases a new song with a new verse on it right um August 18 2016 Jelani's wife files for a divorce Amid claims her husband of one-year-old child rapist the news uh, the news splits under the radar as mainstream media focuses on Nikki and Meek Mill moving in together. Okay, y'all heard that, right? The wife files for divorce quietly. Nikki Minaj moves in with Meek Mill. What the fuck? September 1st, 2016. Um, that's when the media at large reports on the divorce. The couple got married in a lavish ceremony on Long Island in August of 2015. Nikki reportedly financed the $30,000 wedding and said that um, she would do anything to see her brother smile. So when it finally hit the, you know, media is finally starting to pay attention and to report what is transpiring with her brother. And that was September 1st, 2016, September 4th, she releases another song or whatever, right? So November 15th, um, there was kind of a shakeup in the trial. He fires his lawyers and it was for unknown reasons. I was trying to really find like what the hell happened with that, but it was like just a shakeup in his representation. Um, and he got some really high-priced lawyers. I mentioned that as a part of the timeline because though Jelani was a successful daycare owner and he was in hopes and in the works of opening up a new daycare because I guess he was in the black for his new, you know, making a profit off of his actual, the first daycare that he opened, um, he hired the lawyer that represented Jay-Z in his stabbing trial. So for me... <laughs> I was kind of like, he can't afford that. Um, here's another th way that Nicki Minaj is putting her thumb on the scales of justice. And I've, everything that I mentioned that Nicki Minaj is doing, this is me, cons this is my actual consideration that she's doing too much. You can love your sibling, you can love your family, but putting an unfair weight on the scales of justice is, in my opinion, taking it a step too far. So, um, he hired new representation November 15, 2016. So we're moving on to February, 2017. Um, he rejects a plea deal. This plea deal, I think he should have accepted, um, because it was giving him like 15 years in prison. And I think the charge was going to just be, uh, sexually assaulting a child. He'd of course be on the registry for the remainder of his life and he he was just kind of like no i'm not gonna do it you know do you know who the fuck my sister is like no i'm not gonna do it so he denied that because he was quote-unquote innocent shallow king i guess i suppose um so this is kind of this is you know bad and this part i, I want to actually say that here's the thing maybe skip forward 60 seconds so on march 9 2017 the assistant district attorney claims that mirage kept his 12 year old victim in line by threatening her with anal rape that he would hurt her um all of this fell on deaf ears because all when all of this is coming out in court Nicki minaj releases three new songs and i'm not saying that she can't release songs she did not rape this child but at the same time it was just very peculiar the way that she would choose to release songs um so let's see 
so that was something that I found to be kind of fucked up um, during the entire case of Jelani is that when the 12 year old went on trial went on the stand and was kind of like re you know retelling the things that transpired to her she was saying that rape was normal and the rape would happen um two times a day um on low ends four times a week what the fuck and when she didn't want to do that um it said that he would he would beat her but the thing that got her in line the most or the thing that she was um the the most afraid of is the anal sex um to be clear anal sex actually happened yeah so the child said that yeah he definitely sodomized her definitely had anal sex with her multiple times however um it hurt quite a bit and that was incentive for her to cooperate with the repeated rape because she felt like the anal sex was worse and she she didn't want to be raped anally and he realized that she was way more compliant with the threat of sodomy on the table fucking dweeb so with that being said all of this is continuing to happen um she is testifying i think the trial started um let's see i think it started around march or april of 2017 the brother uh the victim's brother testified so did the actual victim Nicki minaj was supposed to testify and i don't think she did i think it was kind of like the discovery and the search warrant and the things that they found in the home that i think Nicki Minaj's um obligations to brands um her label all of the things she could not be tied into it and she you know her mom could but she could not so she did not actually testify on her brother's behalf though it was repeatedly stated that she wanted to um let's see here um, there's another thing that I want to talk about. It was repeatedly said that, um, the 12 year old, the child had an extensive sexual history and had sex with multiple other men. Y'all, y'all, she was, she was like 10 or 11. Um, she was being raped by other men if she was having sex with other men. And it was said that, um, what was put in, they asked if um they asked if they could mandate that she submit her sexual history i was like if you know or should y'all arrest all of the all the men that were having sex with this fucking child but no they were like her sexual history should be on the table and up for debate because you know like the implication was that she fucking seduced him how 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 now um i wanted to go off on another little tangent and say some of the things that this young child said about him um like a part of her testimony and this is according to uh, i think this is according to bossip she said that he would call me this is what the child is saying 
testifying, he would call me his puppet and say that, um, and say I had no say in what he did to me. Okay. In addition, the alleged victim told the jury the following. Mirage told her how to make anal sex less painful as he raped her. He used, this is a quote from her testimony. It's disgusting. He used lubricant and told me to breathe properly and not to clinch so it would not hurt so much. It hurt. I told him to stop and I tried to push him away. The abuse began in April of 2015 when she was living with her mother and stepdad, Mirage, in Long Island. The assaults began um, when the relationship between Mirage and her mother, Jacqueline Robinson, started to sour in April 2015. The abuse happened when her mother was often at work and absent from the house. The abuse started with him rubbing his erect penis on her, but soon turned into full-on rape when she told him good morning one day let's see let's go down i want to give you guys as much as what this kid said all the shit that i couldn't fucking say on on tiktok because this shit is fucking disgusting she goes on to say it was saturday morning um i had went to him to say good morning i had hugged him as usual and i went to go lay next to him as usual when I did that, he told me to close the door. He told me to take off my pants. Then he told me to come under the covers with him and he started caressing me. Not long after, she says that he began sodomizing and if she cried out in pain, he would slap her. She also said that Mirage told her that the rape was her fault because she was always rubbing up against him. He had mentioned that I wanted it to happen. He told me that I couldn't tell anyone and that I couldn't tell my mother. I thought that he would send me away from my mother. A month later, the rape was still going on, she said. I was still having sex with him. He would have sex. We would have sex in his bedroom, my bedroom in the basement, the teen said. Lord Jesus. So... Under oath, this is her brother now, um, he saw, under oath, her, her brother recalled that he believes he saw in the basement bedroom in 2015 when he was eight years old. What happened was I was looking for her, his sister, he said. He was looking for a pencil when he walked in and saw Mirage's underwear close to his knees. When he asked, when asked by prosecutors what happened next, he said, I thought it wasn't right. It looked weird to me, so I ran upstairs. Later, the boy said Mirage found him and slapped him in the face about 10 times. He asked me if I had seen anything. I said yes. He slapped me on the cheek again. Ciao. So, these are what these kids were saying in court. It, it, it goes on and on it was fucking disgusting like like disgusting so when someone casually asked me how do i feel about Nicki minaj how do i feel about her brother how do i feel about all the things that has transpired i feel like her brother is a fucking menace to society he's a disgusting individual I don't want to mix my words. He spent his time fucking a child, like an actual child, raping a child, sodomizing 
a child repeatedly okay he blamed it on the child <laughs> he abused the brother into compliance and then it was because his relationship soured with her mother this poor kid this this poor kid so how do i feel about jelani jelani can kiss my motherfucking ass he can rest in motherfucking pieces bitch um yeah and i hope his booty hole is loose at this very moment in time and with all of that being said i feel that Nicki minaj definitely put her weight on the scales of justice in regards to her brother and i feel like she gonna get her karma for that um i don't I, I'm not going to pretend to speculate and, and figure out why she behaved the way that she did during this trial. I don't know. Um, I do know that she has had multiple men around her that have been accused, to include her husband, of some type of sexual assault. I don't know why. This, this gives me very much she's a victim herself, but I don't know that to be true. This is just, it's fucking awful. And though I do not blame Nicki Minaj for the things that her brother did, I don't. I don't blame her. However, however the fuck, comma, she tried to get her brother off. Had they not found his semen inside of this girl's pants, had the fucking testimony not been so true and so fucking violent and disgusting she would have no qualms about getting her brother off testifying on his behalf she very much comes from he didn't do anything to me so therefore he didn't do anything yeah so um in that regard she can kiss my whole entire ass and i very much believe that had nikki could nikki get her brother out right now knowing what she knows about her brother she would and i and and as an artist that's just it's something that gives me pause about her to say the least but that brings me to the end of the things that i have to say in regarding jelani mirage um and Nicki minaj and you know the what she did to affect what was going on with this trial uh, some testimony from the victims and how I actually feel I know this was probably disgusting for you to listen to because it was disgusting for me to research um, but I hope you now understand why that motherfucker should stay in jail forever and uh, rest the motherfucking pieces anyways guys it's been real I hope to have this podcast up at any moment probably not any moment but today is Thursday when I'm recording this and i'm planning to be back on social media tomorrow which is friday and i want to have content across the board so that's what i'm kind of looking forward to and i'll see you guys let's see my little schedule y'all i got i got y'all a little schedule so i'm gonna tell y'all the next time y'all gonna hear from me <laughs> period the next time y'all gonna hear from me is probably gonna be Tuesday of next week. I'm gonna be announcing all of the scheduling and stuff like that probably in a video. But the next time you're gonna hear from me is Tuesday. I wanna have podcasts up Tuesdays and Saturdays. And I love you guys very much. Toodaloo.